Hey guys, welcome to episode seven, seven. of the All Terrain Couple Podcast. I, as always, am Lou. And I'm KJ. And there are now almost as many episodes of our podcast as there are episodes in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I had no idea where you were going with that. I know, the look of terror on your face was fantastic. I'm sorry you all missed it. Oh. <laughs> Episode seven, staying power, they call this. Yeah. 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 Or just pig-headed tenacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or pandemic boredom. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Hello. <laughs> um, KJ. Yes, though. I would like to start this episode by you telling everyone how well I did on my bike on Sunday. Oh my gosh, you were perfect on your bike on Sunday. Yeah, I was. You were. I was. You were. I felt pretty perfect on my bike. You were fabulous. You. Were... So we were on a multi-use trail. I was running and Lou came along for the ride. Ha ha ha. Anyways, so <laughs> um, Lou followed. I mean, there's no audience to laugh at my joke. I'm sure everyone was laughing. Yeah, yeah. No one even make eye contact with me anymore. <laughs> Lou was fabulous on the bike. Looked fantastic in his fancy new kit. Well, I mean, let's let's keep it believable, right? It like, is believable. I did really well on the bike. You did do really well on the bike. There I didn't no, fall. There were no falls, no crashes, no whoop, none of that. I didn't cross chain day one. Didn't cross chain day one. Granted, it was completely flat, so that was really difficult to do. But didn't I didn't shifted? Did you? I did. Thrice. Thrice. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Lou shifted on his bike that mm -hmm. has many gears, more than three. <laughs> but no, he was looked totally natural, honestly. Um it was it was really cool. I felt like professional running with a a cyclist escort. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Had a fancy new helmet. Fancy new helmet. Thank you to Mario over at sports basement in walnut creek hooking me up <laughs> fantastic didn't fall down cover my eyes no 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 incidents it was perfect it made lou look like he knew what he was doing oh god nothing no helmet is that good no helmet is that oh good. but it was, was it was fantastic yeah it was, it was perfect so thanks mario yes thank you sir um but yeah it was a it was a beautiful day it was sunny it was warm um I mean, I had a great time, 90 minutes, just hanging out with you with GoPro and laughing at chalk graffiti. <laughs> <clears throat> it was good. It was, it was a nice, it was a beautiful day. And the whole reason I bought the bike was to get back outside sooner to enjoy beautiful days and could not have asked for a better one. Sunshine, 65. It was a little breezy. Yeah. A little breezy. So if, if if I had to complain about one thing, I was freezing to death in my kit because there's nothing to those, lo and behold. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but yeah, other than that, it was, it was fantastic. It was nice to participate in the workout with you. Um, yes. That had been a while. That had been a month. Yeah. Almost exactly a month since we'd done anything together. So that was good. And fun new dynamic for the GoPro. Yep. 
that was fun to, to play around with a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I, I have to figure out how I can bring along my camera for when we're both riding yeah. to go to go on excursions, but I'll figure that out. I'm sure <laughs> there's, there's clips like we can get touring bags. Oh yeah. No, attach. no, no. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just, we'll have to figure that out. <clears throat> yeah. It'll be fun. Maybe so, you can make something. Maybe I could. I've seen fancy wine bottle holders that are like leather crafted. I don't know. That seems like something up your alley. I know it's not wood and it's not welding, but like it feels like something that you would want to do. <laughs> I'm an excellent leather worker, but how did you get from like, I saw this really cool wine bottle holder to like camera bag. Well, there, it was a bike wine bottle holder. So it was like a sling bag for your inside triangle that you could pop your bottle of wine in that doesn't sound safe i mean it, it had fasteners so that the wine bottle wouldn't fall out <laughs> i mean why are you biking around with wine why wouldn't you bike around with wine okay. <laughs> we did not see i die on our ride this afternoon on stop signs either so. <laughs> full transparency today is wednesday <clears throat> We're a little late. It's been a hell of a week. Um, but yeah, we went for a ride today, which was awesome. Um, okay, so more transparency. <laughs> um, KJ's in the process of selling the condo. So we had someone come by and take a look at it today. Um to make sure we were all set to get ready for pictures uh, to be able to um, post the listing. So it's been kind of a frantic Scramble? assholes and elbows yeah. endeavor to try and get ready for that. And we did it. Yeah, <clears throat> we did. And today is now Wednesday and we did not record on Monday, but we had a wonderful uh, got home from work grabbed all of the stuff that was in the house, took all of it out to the garage, swept, polished, hid laundry, threw things in the oven, tossed stuff <laughs> in the bathtub and drew the shower curtain and got everything all ready to go. <laughs> uh, had the walkthrough and KJ had an hour ride scheduled and I was just going to do some rehab on my knee. And we finished all of that and I was worked. And the last thing I wanted to do was something what I unfortunately still find to be incredibly unsatiating, which is like stretching and doing rehab exercises on my knee. So I was just gonna kind of mill about the house and KJ said, nope, throw your gear on and out the door we went and we went for a ride and it was great. It was great. It was yeah. really fun. End of story. This is your first time riding on a road, right? First time. I mean, besides I mean first time riding on the road other than the nightmare in Hawaii yeah. and like the back roads in the boondocks of New right. Jersey when I was a kid. Yeah. Right? So first time in California with California drivers <laughs> and first time on a big, scary, 
Um, how many lanes is that road? The main drag? Four. Four. Yeah, that's awful. That was too much. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the road that we live on. So we. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> trying to avoid that one. Kind of, kind of hemmed in. So yeah, um, <clears throat> it was fun. It was exhilarating. Mm -hmm. uh, it was intimidating. Yeah. Uh, I don't like doing things for the first time. And I don't like not being good at things. Mm -hmm. So I ticked both of those boxes. Yeah. But. You did great. I had fun. You had fun? I had fun. I'm glad you had fun. I did. I'm here to report that I had fun. You had fun on a bike. Mm-hmm. Twice. Twice. Wow. Fun on a bike twice. So yeah. I'm in trouble is what that means. <laughs> KJ's already trying to get me my uh, my new pedals. Oh, I am not. Yes, you are. I am not. Yes, you are. You're like, when the time's right, like maybe this weekend, we'll, you know, we'll get you some <laughs> pedals. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of us are pushing no. this along quicker than others, but so far so good. Um, and most importantly of all, my knee felt great. Um, got off the bike and, and put weight on it again and not sore, but definitely still some, not inflammation, swelling, I guess swelling, just a little bit of pressure still inside the knee. Mm -hmm. So no pain. Um, no limping, no, no major discomfort, just something still doesn't feel 100%. And we're five weeks in just over five yeah. weeks in. So that's, that's about right for the eight to 10 weeks I'm kind of preparing myself for. Yeah. So, but yeah, the riding is a great option to get out. It kicked my butt. I'll tell you what, I have not worked those muscles in uh decade and a half so yeah. yeah i was i honestly was a little bit surprised when you said that your your quads were were hurting mm -hmm. i know we need we do need to adjust your saddle height and like make sure that the fit is more comfortable but um it's so easy to forget how brand new being on a bike feels after you haven't been on one for a while so yeah and i i don't those muscles I use, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, never. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was good. Good. It was good. I'm excited to do it again. I don't know that it will become a passion of mine. That's okay. Yet. But, uh, in the meantime, while I'm waiting to run again, it's nice to be outside yeah. and it's nice to pester you. Um, oh, you, didn't pester me. you did pester me. And I still really like going downhill. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. There is some merit to cross training. Thank Go you. on. Well, I mean, having the option to get outside, having the ability to have some aerobic fitness going on without the pressure or the the aggravation to your knee through running. Like I've benefited greatly from having cross training as options. So. But when your sport is three sports, how does one cross train? Like what is an actual training at that point? seems to me everything is <laughs> maybe going to shoot hoops. Yeah. But like, what's not cross training? Your cross like training. you can't say that riding a bike is cross training for you. 
right? Well, Any more than like running would be cross training for you for cycling or swimming would be cross training, right? Like, but they're all training for your specific event. That's, that's a good point. That's so good what, point. what, what miss triathlon is cross training for you? I think I would consider hiking to be good cross training. Okay. Um, trail running, similar vein, right? Um, we don't ski, but if, if we did ski, like that would be cross training. That should happen. <laughs> no. That would be fantastic. No. Yes. No, I'm not very good. Oh, you don't want to do it because you're not very good at it. I've actually never. That skied. doesn't mean it I've, wouldn't I've be awesome. I've never skied. I've only snowboarded. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. Regular or goofy? Regular is left foot first, right? Yes. Yeah. Regular. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pass the test. You're gonna leave. <laughs> Um, but no, so uh, you're right. Like from the average person, like cross training would be like running for cycling or cycling for running or cycling for swimming, etc. For me, the diversity of the sport being three different disciplines makes cross training a little bit more out there mm -hmm. as far as what kind of sport is available or like what you would do. But I actually, I think the, the benefit of having those three disciplines is that you don't get so narrowed in on a focus on cycling or running or swimming. And so the opportunity to overtrain one of the disciplines is far lessened. Okay. So if you're in your coaching, mm -hmm. do you prescribe any cross training? Like on say a, an active recovery week, do you mm -hmm. tell someone to take like two or three days where they would have like an easy ride or an easy run or something and have them mix something completely different. Yeah. In? Yeah. Or do you do that? Do you treat that more as like keeping in shape in the off season? Well, I think a recovery week goes both to your physical fatigue as well as your mental fatigue. Mm -hmm. And so having the opportunity to get out and enjoy a trail with your partner or your dog or by yourself, you know, um, and go for a hike perfect opportunity during your recovery week, you know, clear your mind, recover both the, the soul and the body. Soul um, and the body. Soul and body. Um, but I also think almost cross trainee rides, depending on what kind of event the athlete's training for, mm -hmm. right? Like gravel bike rides or mountain bike rides or coffee rides. Like those are all super legitimate training sessions mm -hmm. during a recovery week. So it's not anything you would necessarily prescribe, right? Like you wouldn't be like, just get out and go for a hike today. That is exactly what my training program says. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, go enjoy a hike for 90 minutes. Or God, you're demanding. You have to go enjoy the <laughs> go hike. Go enjoy it, damn it. No drudgery, right? Like <laughs> no whining. <laughs> Sounds no, like the worst like, workout ever. You have to enjoy this for 90 minutes. Oh, my like, God. Go find a fun trail and take an off-road bike. Right? Gotcha. Or, like, go ride with your go ride with your friends. Mm -hmm. Do a coffee run. Do a beer run. Right? Like, all, I, I think that's all part of balance. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe, maybe which you Which you triathletes are known for, balance. <sighs> Yes. <laughs> the look I just got. 
Um, no, we're not known for balance, but I think it is critically important. And it's something that I try to work on and try to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's important for all of us to be focused, like just aware that balance is something that needs to be maintained and where that balance lies. Right. Like we've talked about work life balance before and like mm-hmm. what that really means. And if certain industries like work life balance doesn't mean that they're equal. Right. Correct. We've had this conversation and finding what the balance actually is, that's the challenge. Right. And when you throw training and family and other things like that into the mix, then, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's, it's a challenge and you <clears throat> always have to keep it front of mind. So. Yeah. I mean, the key, the key in anything with, with balance, so far as I see it is, is <clears throat> sustainability. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like to your point, prescribing specific recovery activities is not necessarily the point so much as having the freedom to do what you want to do on the day. Yeah. Right. Because I think that that makes it much more sustainable, right? Like even if you're going through um, a strength training program, Mm -hmm. right. And you have your splits and you're set up. And so you go through your two, three, four, five weeks of progressive loading, Mm -hmm. right. And then you have a week off and it's, you don't have to keep the same splits, right? Like you could just work on the sexy muscles if you want, right? You don't, (laughs) you don't have to go for number of sets or number of reps. Like you could just work out what feels good, do the muscle groups you enjoy and be done for the day. Yeah. We do this for fun. Some people do. Some people do. Whether you recognize it as fun or not, you do it for like, you do it for some sort of enjoyment. Even if it's a sick and twisted, only type two fun enjoyment, I think might as well, you can't, you can't hold yourself to strict prescribed must do X, Y, Z all the time, or, or you just, you'll burn out, right? If you're, if you're maintaining a level of discipline that that's that intense, you'll burn out. I've seen it in swimming. I've seen it in triathlon. You see it in track and field. You see it in cross country. You see it in work. So, I find that very interesting. And this this is all, this is purely my my knee jerk reaction to what you just said. This is okay. not not premeditated. So work with me while I tease this out. <clears throat> When I started coming out of my my bottom um, with my depression in December of 2019, the only way I was able to find self-worth was to make sure that I achieved something related to my health and fitness every single day. Mm -hmm. 
and whether that was tracking macronutrients or getting a lift in, whatever it was, I had to do it every day. Mm -hmm. And starting the day after Christmas of that year, I made it until March 16th or 17th of every single day having to do that. Mm -hmm. And when I finally stopped doing it, I don't know. <clears throat> it almost felt like a loss. Okay. It, it felt like a deep personal loss to finally stop and just take a day. Right. So it's just, it's interesting when you say doing it for fun and I'm, I'm not contradicting or, or being argumentative. I'm just thinking about it from a different perspective, <clears throat> doing it for fun and, and, not always holding yourself to the standard to hit the workout or hit the reps or hit the miles or hit the cadence or whatever it is and taking time to just enjoy the process, right? Or enjoy what being so fit allows you to do, mm -hmm. right? Like to me, being fit and being active and healthy, knock on wood, allows me to get out and like go explore the mountains, mm -hmm. right? Which is something I wouldn't be able to do given different circumstances. So it's, um, there's certainly an enjoyment factor to be found, but I don't know. It seems to me, and if, if you spend even 10 minutes hanging out on, on Instagram and, and looking at people's pages, like there are so many people with so many stories that are so compelled to do this every single day because they don't feel like they have anything else. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's interesting how the exact same activity can mean two different things to two different people. Yeah. Right. That's where things are so individual, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I completely agree with you. Like there are like for some people, training is the only way you're finding meaning that is far beyond my pay grade to dive into with them. That's well, yeah, certainly. Right? <laughs> but, and I'm, I'm, I'm um, not trying to, un to unpack the, the psychology behind it necessarily. It's just, <clears throat> I don't know. There's, there's obviously not a right way or a wrong way to enjoy the sport. Right. And there's not a right way or a wrong way to conduct your own personal health and fitness, right? Like there are some people like you can't work out seven days a week. It's not sustainable. It's not good for you. Your body needs to rest, right? Yeah. There are some people that have to work out seven days a week, right? Yeah. Because if they give one inch, right? Yeah. It triggers a mechanism that allows them to like shirk the next one right. or shorten the next one, or I'll right. get to it tomorrow. Right. So it's just, it's fascinating to me as I get to understand the sport and the people who compete mm -hmm. and I'm starting to become a member of that community, albeit remotely, right. From the, from the comfort of my, my Instagram homepage. Um, <laughs> it's amazing the intensity that 
triathletes bring to the table almost without fail. Whereas people who participate in other sports Mm -hmm. seem to have a lot more fun (laughs) (laughs) and just, and just be a little bit, a little bit, um, they enjoy the process a little bit more or so it seems right. Like not every athlete, has a pain cave right right? but i think all of you guys do oh stop it no we don't that's i've been led to believe that's the case not every triathlete has a pain cave no i don't have a pain cave that that i'm putting that up as a poll (laughs) that's that's going up on the podcast instagram (laughs) i'm gonna find out well, it, now it looks totally crazy because there's three bikes in the, the room where my trainer is. Only two of them are mine. KJ, you you tried this before. <laughs> you were like, we're kind of obsessed. We have five bikes in the house. My ass only has one bike. I have a bike and it's been outside twice. Okay, which means you have four bikes. You have broken bikes on the wall. Have, you have broken bikes mounted to your trainer. You have functional bikes broken, strewn about the garage. And the house. So let's let's not let's not drag me into your problem, <laughs> right? Like, let's problem. let's talk through this. It's why why with the bikes? Why they're fun? Why so many bikes? They all have different uses. Not all of them. Yes, Some they of them do. have identical uses. Which ones have identical uses? Uh, the broken one on the wall. It's not a full bike. It's just a frame. The trainer. Completely different bike. That is not a broken bike. I don't know why you keep referring to it as broken. It is broken. It's not broken. I thought that was broken. That's why it's your trainer. No, that's my race bike. <laughs> just lives on the trainer because I haven't raced in over a year and a half. <sighs> I should take it outside. Your mountain bike. My mountain bike. Specific purpose. What's yeah. the other one in the garage? That one's another road bike, but it's a it's a vintage steel bike. It's a Peugeot. It's beautiful. It's French. <laughs> When's the last time you rode it? I can't ride it because the derailleur's broken. <laughs> if anyone hears this and wants to offer to help. No, no. I haven't told it. I just haven't fixed it yet. I got it. I got it right before you moved out here and all of all of our oh, things. so it's my fault. <laughs> no, it's my no, fault. It's no, I can saying. unmove out here. You can fix the no. bike, and I'll come back when no. it's done. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. I just can't get to it anymore because now there's mattress. Oh, <laughs> please! Oh, no, I'm gonna bring that thing in the house tomorrow. Okay, I'll fix it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pain cave. It's not a pain cave. There's no treadmill. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. I think anyone who participates in sport um, to the degree where they're willing to take photographs of themselves participating and track the stats that they're participating in and post them to social media for the world to see those people are just a little different, right? I don't think then, then anyone else. would disagree with you. 
but it seems to me the more I venture into the deep, dark recesses of triathlon life, <clears throat> hashtag, um, <laughs> and other other crevasses of of the interwebs, y'all are nuts. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You're not wrong. To my fellow triathletes out there, you know he's right. It's okay. We wear this badge with pride. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with you per se. It's just you're you're different. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's fascinating. I'm not judging it. I'm never gonna yeah. be lured into it, but no. it's uh there's a reason that there's stereotypes for triathletes. They're and they're funny because they're true. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I told you that I uh before I moved out here, I I punched into Google like what you can expect dating a triathlete. <laughs> I pulled that up again recently, Uh-oh. just to just to double check. I Uh-oh. was like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up on a year soon ish." Yeah, like let's let's see what's what's held true. Um, surprisingly, not not so stereotypical on your part. Really? I mean, there's a couple you knock out of the park. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> when there's a box to check you hit it twice but uh <laughs> like wardrobe uh-oh what about my wardrobe um since we're staring at it <laughs> since we're surrounded by it it is all either kits mm-hmm. running clothes mm-hmm. swimming gear mm-hmm or post-workout gear. Mm-hmm. And that's all you wear. I don't wear post-workout gear to work. Or jeans to work. I'm not at work with you, am I? <laughs> no. <laughs> not now. <laughs> and it's not a judgment. It's fantastic. It's just you hit that one out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> so I stand here in my compression spandex. Yeah. It's the KJ uniform. Yeah. When I first came out back out here, so I was on the East Coast. KJ and I were were talking. I came out to visit, um, and she greeted me in jeans, and I was like, "I was in shorts." Oh, she looks just like the KJ that I left. And my whole visit, she wore non spandex thingies, unless we were like camping or hiking. And then there were like a couple lazy days around the house where she did. But like for the most part, you were like business cash. I dressed right? myself. Yeah. I ran out of clothes. And then <laughs> she came out to visit me on the East Coast. And we did a little road trip up and down, up and down the coast. And again, for the most part, I mean, you met the parents mm-hmm. for Christ's sake, right? So like you were, you were, you were dressed, met the best friend, met, met the parents, met a sibling, like. You're all dialed in. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm just, let's do it. Full send. I'm moving, moving to California. And I don't know where all the jeans and shorts and everything went, but they are stowed. That's not fair. <laughs> I wear stowed. jeans every day. To work. To work. Yeah. You see me leave the house in jeans every day. Yep. With a shirt. Yep. Every day. Yep. None of them are race material. And from when you get home from work until you work out, how long are you in jeans? That entire duration. 
So when you walk in the front door, mm-hmm. how long are the jeans on for? Sometimes as long as an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is the biggest box that you tick is the wardrobe yeah. and what it's comprised of. Um, but the other one, surprisingly, not you're not obsessive compulsive about nutrition. No. Um, there's a pandemic, that. so like you're not always hanging out with your other tri friends talking tri things. Yeah. Um, That's what Instagram's for. Our conversations are pretty diverse. Yeah. They said um, a fun game I like to play is I bring up something completely unrelated to try <laughs> and then start a stopwatch and see how long it takes my partner to relate it to something try related. Um, you're not that bad. We Thank go you. whole we go whole hours. You don't say anything <laughs> about it. I kid. It's it's your life, and you love racing. You're passionate about the sport. You coach the sport. Mm-hmm. Like you want it to be your job, yeah. your career, your sole source of employment. So I get it. I'm all about it. <laughs> I just tease, but <clears throat> I did my research before I got here. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. Obsessive compulsive triathlete. And a guy with depression that likes to run ultra marathons. Yeah. That's awesome. What a pair. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Enough about me. <laughs> How were your swims? They were so much fun. They were so wow. much fun. I'm not sold. I mean, well, they were fun. Oh. Okay. Let's retake it. <laughs> So, KJ, tell me about your swims. <laughs> they were so much fun. <laughs> that was so much more believable. Oh, they were fun, though. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, How much fun were they? Exactly. Um, so the first one was at a pool that I haven't swam at since I was a senior in high school. And it was very strange hopping back in that pool because the lane I, I swam in was in the warm-up, warm-down area. And so whew, just lots of lots of memories came back, came back to me in that swim. Um, and then the next one, a couple days later, I felt much more fluid in the water. So like that, the field and... So the first one was Friday of last yeah, week yeah, and Friday. the second one was Monday of this week. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so a couple, two days in between. Um, yeah, I, I can count. Sometimes. That's, that's the math. Yep. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> but so the second one on Monday, that one felt much more fluid, much more natural. Um, almost like the feel for the water was back, which was a really nice. Yeah. Nice that's what change. you said. That's what you said. As soon as you got home is you felt like you had the feel back. Yeah. It still was hard. Um, but it, it went by a lot quicker and um, learned the strategy for not getting kicked out of the water at exactly 45 minutes. Be underwater? Uh, even do you one better, be on the other side of the pool underwater. So I was swimming. I was doing flip turns because that's how you should swim. Um, <laughs> right, like each wall you flip, whatever, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm getting looked at like I have three heads. I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I was I was looking at you because of the judgment for people that don't do that. That's all. Well, it's not 
extreme judgment. If you don't know how to do it, then you have an excuse. Anyways, doesn't matter. So I was doing flip turns and I, you can see a little bit underwater. And so I'd be approaching the far wall and my last 200 yards or so, I noticed people just standing on the wall on the other side of the pool, just like hanging out at the wall. What are you guys doing? And I touched the wall, happened to be my last hundred of the day. And uh lifeguard was standing right on top of my lane. I was like, time to get out. Oh, wait, no biggie. And I turn around and those people are still standing on the other side of the pool, just avoiding getting told that it's time to get out of the pool. <laughs> it's lame. Poor lifeguard. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. It was a good swim, though. So good. I was happy about it. So, did not successfully get any, any swims this week. No. And I'm a little sad about that, but we'll try. Tomorrow at 9 a.m. Things open back up. So we will see. Excellent. Yeah. It's March now. It is March now. God, Getting March super now. close to April. Really close to April, which means we're really close to May. And open water swimming. No, and open water swimming. Yes, one month. Uh, one of my friends posted the temperatures the other day. It was like 55 or something near Alameda. And she's like, guess who's swimming this weekend? You're fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. No way. You'll do great. I do have a neoprene cap this year. So maybe maybe we'll try here in the next couple of weeks, depending on what the weather does. It's not a promise. You've already promised. It's, it has April. nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's in three weeks. I know. <laughs> You'll be fine. Don't be dramatic. Uh, <clears throat> I'm dramatic. Uh, best part of training last week. Favorite workout. Best. What? 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 Oh, hands down Sunday. Running with you on the bike. Yikes. Yeah. That I was mean, the it best was one. It was the best long run I've had in months. What made it the best long? Other than me and my kit being next to you. <laughs> what was the best part? The yikes. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> No, um, it was evenly paced. Uh, I felt good. Um, energy levels wise, heart rate wise, um, the last two miles we descended each half mile mm -hmm. and held that pace. Those went really well. Yeah, it was just a really good run. It was a really good run. So excellent. Yeah, really happy with it. So for sure. How about you? What was my favorite workout of last week? I mean, week? I know you did a couple. <sighs> Anything really connect? Um, I really, really toned back the rehab I was doing from doing full body weight exercise or body weight plus 50, 60 pound bands. Um, I scaled that back to doing maybe half to three quarters full body weight and just a five pound band. Um, I was far too enthusiastic to bulldog my recovery. And so just put too much strain on my knee because with work, I'm already walking however many miles a day, mm -hmm. right? Five, eight miles a day. 
but that doesn't feel like an activity, right? Like it doesn't feel like time on feet. It doesn't feel like I'm making any headway because I'm at work. So I was putting too much emphasis on the rehab after work. Instead of factoring those miles in, I would be like, all right, I have to do something for my knee today. Um, and so it just went too much, too much, too quickly. And so the time off last week absolutely helped. Uh, I averaged right around, I never beat that uh, less than a thousand steps per day thing. That just, you can't, uh, I, don't, I don't know how anybody does that. I did that the first couple of days of quarantine. Ugh. <laughs> that's, that's awful. I, I can't, I just can't do it. Um, but yeah, I, I averaged right around a mile a day of just like being around the house. I kept uh, an ACE bandage wrapped up on the knee. So to give it support and also just to remind me that I wanted to stay off it, right? When you go to take a normal stride and you're inhibited, you remember that you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that was good. And then the light, uh, light rehab sessions were, were really, really good. I didn't do any strength training. I didn't want to brace with my knee, right? Because all, all I have for my home gym are, are resistance bands, right? I don't have free weights. I don't, I don't have anything like that. So my exercises are either body weights or bands. And in order to use bands, you have to kind of brace yourself, right? Like there's no equipment. So like you, you're not doing um, chest exercises where your back is flat on a bench, right? Like you're having to stand erect and contract your core and brace your lower body mm -hmm. in order to use your upper body. Um, and I didn't want that to have any negative impacts on, on the knee. So I stopped all that and just took three days off and it was brutal. <laughs> I caught up on some reading, which was good, but um, read, what, two books. Yeah. Two yeah. books, two books. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know that I really had a favorite one. Uh, I'll I'll sound silly, but it was Sunday, right? If it was any, it was the first time back outside, mm -hmm. um, which did wonders for I don't know across the board. It it helped my knee. The recovery ride certainly helped my knee going through that range of motion repetitively with very little impact. Yeah. felt really good. So it was nice on a Sunday to be able to go out together yeah. and just have some laughs and get some exercise and just get ready for the upcoming week. Yeah. Right. So yeah, Sunday, Sunday was my favorite because of you. Oh, thanks love. Oh, you're welcome. KJ. <laughs> well, between the injury, coming back, my training, the projects around the house. It's been a really crazy week. Mm -hmm. And I'm really looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what do you have on the books this weekend? Um, I've got a longer ride on Saturday. Okay. So... Uh, depending on what the weather does, I'm hoping I can do um, that Morgan Territory ride mm -hmm. that I was eyeing last week. Um, if you're familiar with Northern California, that's behind Mount Diablo. 
so it's it's quiet it's, it's really cool nice um yeah other than that regular old long run no swims hopefully we get to get out and do something together depending on how your leg feels maybe we go for a hike or something yeah we'll see what we got yeah how about you what are you thinking Planning by year? Yeah, this this week has kicked my butt. Yeah, it's been there's been a lot of just overall stress. Yeah, I think Um, your sense of urgency in your training is ratcheting up. The sense of urgency with selling Mm -hmm. the condo. Has ratcheted everything up. Yeah. Um, Came really real. Work intensity for you ratcheted up. I had the three days off and came back and there was a laundry list of projects that needed to be done. So I've been kind of a, a whirlwind of activity at the shop. <clears throat> so yeah, it's been uh, it's been kind of a doozy. Yeah. And I think we're both just kind of worked. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, just need, need the weekend. This, this may be a, I just had three recovery days, but I may need a recovery weekend. You need a recovery um, day from your recovery days? Yeah. I'm, I'm worked, worked over. I got you. So we'll see if we can find some activities maybe Yeah. close to home to get out and do, but I think I'm going to take it easy on the knee and I like the bike but i don't want to overdo it no. and pretend like i should be biking all the time so um it's just uh it's the carrot at the end of the stick that gives me something to look forward to yeah. after my rehab exercises so just stick with the rehab and keep trying to stay off it outside of work and go from there i think that's great i came up with an idea for us to do this weekend what's that well we've been watching a lot of the great british baking show Yes, we have. We should do a baking project. Okay. I'm intrigued. Oh, I don't have any ideas, though. Oh, well, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly down to explore all the options with yeah. you. Yeah. If you have any recommendations on fun baking projects, um, send them our way. Absolutely. Please. They won't go to waste. No. No, we've got bread making experience. Like, we're, like, competent bakers, so please. I mean, I love banana bread, but... Like, please don't suggest banana bread. <laughs> Give us something. Oh, did that just break your heart? We can also make banana bread. Yeah. If, somebody, <laughs> if someone's thoughtful enough to prescribe us banana bread, who are we? That's true. To say no. If banana bread's your thing, please send me banana yeah, bread. Yeah. We'll go shopping for rotten bananas tomorrow. Perfect. Fantastic. It's good for you, too. No, it's not. There's so much sugar in there. <laughs> All right. We are obviously worked over and borderline delirious i think we put a bow on this episode thank you all very much for listening um and i promise we will be so much more fun next week right kj totally <laughs> oh come on you gotta, you gotta give him something to look forward yeah to. yeah, yeah we'll awesome. have something more fun Maybe I'll have some coffee after after eleven o'clock. Nope. Why not, not that much fun. Oh. Not that much fun. 
This is so late for me to have coffee. Bounce off the walls. Like, yeah, that's why. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um, Yeah. Thank. Thanks for sticking through this episode to the end. I know this was a. Oh, don't say that. No, this was a. You're so critical. I'm incredibly critical. I thought I was fascinating. I mean, you carried the show. <laughs> you certainly carried oh, yeah. the show. Yeah. <clears throat> no, thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, please be safe. Yeah. Enjoy your training. And have a wonderful weekend. Yeah. See y'all or talk to y'all later. I don't yeah. know how this media works. <laughs> you want to try that one more time? I don't know what to say. (laughs) Bye, everybody. It's been great. Bye, guys.